So uh, David Keller, the creator of, uh, of PCM, uh, started to use or introduce the metaphor of a house or condominium in American English with six floors. And these six floors are the six personality types that he has discovered through his studies Orders, uh, and with different energy on it. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, welcome back. It's week two and of the series Psychology and Neuroscience for Communication and Stress Management. I hope you're as excited as I am. If you listened to the first episode, you will be. If you haven't, make sure you go back and listen to it first. <laughs> you will be able to catch up also in this episode, but it's really worth it to get to know Magda, the guest better, and also what she's actually talking about and that NASA is using also what she's talking about. Welcome back, Magda. Hi, Christine. Happy to be back. Yes. This week, we are talking about the PCM personality types. Well, not all of them, uh, because uh, that would be a too long of an episode, but we're going to make sure we keep it as usual time-wise so you have time to catch up on other things in your life. And then next week, we're going to continue with the PCM types and also how you can use it in the day-to-day life. Um, but we're going to talk about four uh, PCM personality types today and a bit of the structure first. Over to you, Magda. Thank you. Thank you, Christine. Okay, so let me explain to you how we talk about uh, personality types in PCM. So uh, Tavi Keller, the creator of, uh, of PCM, uh, started to use or introduce the metaphor of a house or condominium in American English with six floors. And these six floors are the six personality types that he has discovered through his studies. Um, he has actually um, observed the behavior and the communication of many, many, like um, I think there were like 80,000 people and, and NASA has actually validated his studies. So they said, okay, yes, we validated. They are in this, indeed this uh, six types of personality types in, um, in everybody. And yeah, this is how you recognize them, etc. So coming back, we have the house with uh, six floors and this is the metaphor for our personality. And what does it mean if um, we all have these six floors, meaning the six personality types that PCM talks about, just that we have them in different orders and with different energy on it, meaning um, how we use this in uh, when we show the, the profile, there is this house with six floors, but some floors are not fully colored. Some are, are colored fully, some not. This means that we have more or less energy on that floor, meaning the characteristics of that personality type are more easy for us to, to, you know, to impersonate, to use, and for others, less. And that is absolutely fine. And one very important element that I think makes this, um, this uh, um, training, PCM, different than other ones is that we talk about personality types in people not personality types of people. So types in people, not types of people. Yeah, so we don't make, uh, you know, boxes and we put you in a box. No, because all of us have the six personality types and actually 
they they did the calculation and uh, if we are to talk about boxes, there are in fact 720 boxes because it's six types um, uh, and uh, all the, uh, with a different, um, uh, I don't even remember now the mathematical uh, uh, function, but I, uh, there are 720 potential mixes of this personality. So that's quite a lot of boxes. But let me now start with uh, one, of the, uh, one of them. And this is the thinker. Um, the thinker, uh, we call, we have the color blue for the thinker and as traits, the thinker is the person who likes to think first. So the personality types who tends to think first and to view the world by categorizing people and things. And they, they are very logical in the way they approach things. Yeah. They think very logically and it's very easy for them to synthesize facts, facts. Uh, now there is a certain structure that I will follow for each of these uh, types. I will tell you about their strengths, of how they perceive the world, their currency, meaning what they exchange when they communicate, then what is their favorite environment. And then I will look at the, the things that uh, define uh, their motivational needs, their psychological needs. So I'll tell you what their main psychological need is and also how they react under stress. So let's see about the thinker. Their strengths uh, are that they are responsible, logical, and organized. So what you can do now, and I would invite you to do the same for all the personality types that I will present, think about people that you know that are responsible, logical, and organized. And that is natural for them to do schedules, to always see the logical, um, conclusion in something, to, to use logic as, uh, you know, the way they talk, um, yeah, to, to uh, people who love strategies, yeah, they, they, uh, they have a clean desk, uh, clean house, etc. yeah, organized. So most probably if you've thought about somebody who, and you say, oh my God, this is me, or this is that other person, most probably they might have a very strong thinker floor, this is how we call it. So the personality type of the thinker will be very strong in them. Maybe even the first one, you know, at the base of the house. Then the perception, how they perceive the world, they perceive it through thoughts, yeah? Because they perceive the world in data and information. So they form thoughts. This is the first thing they, they do. And what they exchange in communication, meaning their currency is logic. Everything they say will, or almost everything they will say, they will follow a certain logic. Yeah, they will want to see, okay, what is the logical conclusion out of this? And then as environment, meaning how they prefer to be, you know, like, you know, if, if they are, if they can choose what kind of environment they will prefer for the thinker um, is one-on-one, one-to-one. -on -one, -one. They love to talk with people one-on-one. -on -one. Why? Because this is how they can uh, transmit their ideas, their conclusions, their, their logical uh, uh, thinking. Yeah, so this is why one-to-one -one is, is the, uh, the best uh, way for them to, uh, yeah, to interact. Now, when we talk about their motivational uh, needs, yeah, their psychological need, well, our thinker floor needs recognition of productive work to know that they, they made a plan, they followed the plan through, they managed to, you know, to uh, deal with any challenges, they done the, their work in a smart, nicely organized strategic way. So that is one of their needs, but they actually have two psychological needs. 
The other one is time structure. So these are the people who really like to follow a schedule. Even if they are on holidays, they will make a, a very good schedule. I must say, I actually have a, a friend that is uh, has a very, very strong thinker. And she always has an amazing plan for all the holidays we do. She asked me what I prefer to do. And then she does an Excel with all the data, data that I need there. You know, uh, what are the main trains? How much does it cost? How long does it take? What can we visit in that, uh, that town? How long does it take? Uh, order, the best order so that it's logically, you know, on the map that we don't walk too much. It's amazing. So long live the, the thinker floors uh, because they, they are very, very good. Okay, so... I said their, their motivation, yeah, recognition of productive work and time structure. Well, what PCM uses us, and this is what I think is very important for us all, but also for you, listener, as a you know, as an entrepreneur, how we behave under stress and what's happening. We we start to to become stressed when our psychological needs are not met. So, um, if a thinker yeah, the thinker floor. Um, so if a thinker doesn't get these psychological needs that I mentioned, doesn't get them met for a longer period of time, what are we going to see? They will start the, uh, stop uh, stop delegating. They will start to overthink and overplan. And most often we're going to see them uh, starting to behave like micromanagers. Yeah, they start to over control and maybe even start criticizing thinking in others. Yeah, and they, they will, most often they will show um, they will show that they are ang angry and frustrated because people don't think clearly enough or logical enough. Yeah, so this is how they behave under stress. And if we see this kind of behavior in somebody or even in ourselves, that means that our needs or their needs for recognition of productive work and time structure did not happen. How do we cover this needs? Recognition of productive work, it's enough to say, hey, that's an amazing amazing job you have done there. Or great idea, I really love how logic you, you are with this project, um, et cetera. Yeah? Or time structure, tell them how you are doing on a project or uh, you know, offer them already a structure yeah, for their time, for the deadlines, et cetera. This is how we can take care of them. So this is a very short and very condensed view of, of the thinker, but it says a lot about this type of personality. And one thing that I want to add is that it is absolutely fine to show, uh, you know, the, the uh, other characteristics. So the, the strengths, the perception, the, the currency, the, the traits of one personality, but behave under stress like a different, uh, like another personality uh, type. Yeah, so don't worry about that. There is an explanation, but you know, PCM lasts for three days, so I cannot uh, tell you all now, but just yeah. to know it's absolutely fine. Yeah, you're yeah, wondering about that, Christina. Yes, I was wondering about that. And also, uh, I, I think you mentioned it uh, anyway, but uh, you can, it's, it's, we have all these inside us, but yes. all in a different, let's say, strength or in, in different percentage. Exactly. And one that's maybe stronger than others, because with a lot of other models, it's a lot of times, oh, you were this or that, or maybe a mixture of two, but not all. So I like that. Okay, no, it's all encompassing and you you are all, um, yes. but you react in different situations with different, even different uh, character types or personality yeah. types. Um, yeah. Yes, very interesting. Okay, move on. <laughs> I can't wait to hear yes, more. Yes. 
I will, but I am really glad you're enjoying this and that I'm answering some some questions because you've been exposed to to PCM now quite uh, quite a lot now. Okay, so let me go to the second personality type that I will present you today, and this one is the persister. So the persister tends to judge first. Yeah, they view the world by evaluating people and situation through their own belief system. Yeah, so beliefs they are very important. Values they are very important for them, and they prize loyalty and commitment. As strengths, they are dedicated, observant, and conscientious. And the, the way they perceive the world is through their opinions and beliefs. Yeah, they, they, this is how they filter uh, the world through opinions and beliefs. And their currency, so what they exchange in communication is values. And the same as the thinker, the, their pre, favorite environment is one-to-one. -one. Why? Because it's easy for them when they talk one-to-one to, to present their beliefs and their opinions, yeah, to, to exchange this with the other person. Well, when we talk about the psychological needs of the persister, uh, these are recognition of principled work. Yeah, they follow certain principles, they are dedicated, uh, they, they, they um, do their work through the, you know, they kind of filter the way they work and what kind of projects they do through their values. Yeah, so this is principled work. And then a second uh, psychological need that they have is a recognition of convictions. So for them, it's very important that people recognize their opinions, their convictions. And this doesn't mean necessarily that you need to agree with them, but that you let them know that you understand that this is very important to them and you respect that. Now, when under stress, the persistent floor, when under stress, so when it defines our stress behavior, it makes us to focus on what is wrong, to become suspicious, and we start preaching and pushing our beliefs on others. Yeah, it's my way or the highway. We tend to get that kind of a tunnel vision. Uh, you know, we only zoom on what is important to us and we don't see so easily what others might believe. Yeah, so we, we want to convince, convince them that what we think, what we believe, it's the right way. Yeah, and, and if people do not recognize our, uh, our convictions, our opinions, we might even show righteous anger. Yeah, so this is the behavior under stress of the persister. So this was the second uh, uh, personality type that I was going to uh, present today. Let me now go to the third one. And by the way, this is in no particular order. It's just this is how I, I normally present them, but they are all all personality types are really okay. They are very good at what they do. They all bring something to the table, yeah? So there is not one that is better than the other one. We are different. And I mean, in the end, this is our beauty, you know? And we yeah. can access the different personality types in us at different times, depending on how we need it. And we mm -hmm. can also grow them. And yeah. that's the beauty part, yeah. Yeah, perfect, thank you. Okay, so the harmonizer. Uh, by the way, this is my strongest uh, floor, just for you to know, the harmonizer. So let me tell you a bit <laughs> about myself. <laughs> so the harmonizers tend to feel first. Yeah, they take in people and things by feeling about them. And they prize people and relationship. And, you know, I was wondering sometimes how every time when I was applying for a job and they were asking me the question, uh, what is important for you in a job? Or what would you love to, uh, you know, what would you like to, to have in the team? And I was saying, well, you know, 
for me, it's very important that I get along with my colleagues, that, you know, like um, develop strong relationship, even friendships, because in the way I see things, and this is very thing, once you, you have a strong relationship, you know, you develop some friendship, you, a good connection, then also the work will be productive because you want to support those people that you care about and other people, because they care about you, they will support you. And this is how it worked a lot for me, but that is the perspective of the harmonizer. All the different personality types will find very good and productive ways of working with others. Yeah. So, but it's fun to see that after, you know, after being trained in PCM, I could see this pattern in myself so clearly. Well, let's go to the strengths of the harmonizer. The harmonizer, it's warm, compassionate, and sensitive. Their perceptions of the way they view the world is through emotions. And we're, you know, this perception we can hear a lot in the way we talk. So for me, you're going to hear a lot, oh, I love that so much, you know, like I feel so comfortable here. I feel so happy to be here. Then the currency. So what we exchange in, in communication is compassion. And the environment, probably you would guess, but uh, harmonizer-based uh, people, so the people with a very strong harmonizer are very comfortable in groups, yeah, because they like to talk with people, they, they like to, uh, to build relationships, yeah, so uh, most of the times they'll feel very comfortable in groups and they might even be the ones who bring people together. What are the psychological needs of the, of the harmonizer? Well, first, recognition of person. This is uh, how I like to say it when I deliver the training. It's a recognition of the human being and not of the human doing. This doesn't mean that the harmonizer won't do a lot of amazing things in a job. But if you recognize them for their work, yes, they will be happy. But they would be even more happy if you'd recognize them for the person that they are. You know, like, it's so nice to be around you. It's always, you know, you have this calming presence. Uh, uh, presence, or I appreciate how much you care about this team, etc. Yeah? And another need that is quite interesting, and I could recognize that also, it's sensory need, meaning they, they love to feel, I know, uh, nice colors, uh, smells, they like to have their office uh, or, or home uh, made like a, like a nest, yeah, to be very comfortable, very cozy, uh, flowers, yeah, everything that has to do with beauty, color, smells, yeah, so these are the psychological needs of the harmonizer floor. But what happens when they are under stress? Well, they tend to feel rejected, victimized, and they start to do silly mistakes. So things that they wouldn't normally mistake, you know, they wouldn't do wrong. When they are under stress, they do those mistakes. They also um, avoid decision making. They overadapt to others. And they don't, they cannot say no. You know, so this is how you recognize uh, if somebody uh, with a harmonizer floor is in distress. Yeah, and most of the times they will they will show sadness as as main emotion. Yeah, so this was the harmonizer uh, personality type, and I will go now to the fourth one and the last that we are going to to look at uh, today in this uh, second episode, and this one is the imaginer. Well, the imaginer, just as the, the name says, it's introspective, loves to imagine things, possibilities. Yeah, they perceive the world through inactions or reflections about what is happening. Yeah, and they prize privacy and their own space because that's how they can actually focus on, on the, the whole universe that is happening inside their mind. And you, we say that, yeah, 
um, they they perceive the world through inactions because not so much is happening outside, but there is so much happening inside their mind. So there'll be people who, of you know, people of, of very few words, but a lot of imagination, a lot of reflection. And then when they do things, they'll reflect uh, that, you know. So strengths, they are imaginative, reflective, and calm. Their main perception is, as I said, inactions or reflections about what is happening. And their currency, what they exchange when they communicate, is imagination. And as you might guess, the, uh, their favorite environment is alone because this is how they charge their batteries because actually they are motivated by solitude. That is their main psychological need. And when they are under stress, they tend to disconnect and withdraw. They passively await and they, you know, sometimes they might start projects, but they won't finish them. Yeah? So make sure that if you see this in, I know somebody you work with or somebody at home, realize that they might be under stress and then give them solitude. Yeah, offer them the, to cover this psychological need of solitude like that. They're, they're going to charge their batteries and they're going to return to productive behaviors. Yeah, so this is this is the imaginer, the the fourth type that um, that I will present today, the fourth and last type that I will present uh, today. As I was saying, if you recognize yourself in some of the strengths, you know, perceptions, currency, environment of of the uh, of some of the personality types, that is great, and it's absolutely fine to recognize yourself in the distress behaviors of other types. So that's it for uh, from me, Christine, for uh, for this uh, this episode. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Thank you. And yeah, every time you you talked about one of the types, I was like, oh yeah, that could be me. And then at the next, <laughs> oh yeah, that yes. could be. Um, and it is because you have the six is. of them. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but I, as you said, it also depends on the day, on the mood, on the stress, yes. on yes. how we feel on in that moment of time. I remember uh, last time we talked. Yes, yeah. I remember mm -hmm. last time we talked, um, and we're not talking, uh, we're not giving away it yet, <laughs> but I know <laughs> my personality, my main personality type that we think might be the one mm -hmm. uh, is, is still to come, I think. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. So we will see. We will see. Um, excellent, super interesting. Um, and everyone, re-listen to this episode take good notes and uh, Magda has also fantastic uh, illustrations uh, that I really love easy to see everything uh, with illustrations in, in, in one place for each of the types uh, it's on her blog um, make mm -hmm. sure you check it out uh, follow her on uh, LinkedIn connect with her on LinkedIn if you if you haven't done that because she shares these things there as well and I'm really looking forward to the next episode which uh, continues to talking about the PCM personality types uh, so that's part two uh, where we talk about mm -hmm. last two ones and how you use these in your day-to-day -day life some tips and then there will be a fourth episode but we talk about that in the next one Perfect. thank you so much for your time uh, I cannot you. wait to attend your training I cannot wait to the next episode <laughs> I'm just super <laughs> excited to um, always communicate with you just shows how good of a communicator you are because of these things obviously <laughs> Thank you and uh, speak to you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you. It was really my pleasure. And yes, I can't wait for the next episode. Thank you, Christine. 
That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.